Welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. Today is December 8th, 2022. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, this is season four, episode number four. And yeah. this is, most importantly, a songs episode. Songs edition. The songs edition, I like to call it. I yeah. like to call it a songs edition, where we talk music, albums, tours, concerts, all that fun stuff. And we... Encourage the listeners uh, to leave comments uh, down below here on the YouTube show. So feel free to do that. Yep. We one, have an album review today. One thing before we get started on that, I do not have um, album charts this week or song charts this week. Um, since our last episode, the passing of Christy McVie from Fleetwood Mac, all their songs and albums just have taken over the top five and ten. So it wouldn't be a true... Uh, Top album sales right now, but condolences to those who are fans of Fleetwood Mac. Uh, Chris McVie, great voice, great talent. Yes. Um, they, Fleetwood Mac was just one of those bands that were, I think I, they were cool to listen to, but I don't think I ever owned any of their stuff. You know, you, you listen to them, but I never owned any of their stuff. All I ever bought was the greatest hits, and that got me through uh, as far as um, yep. getting to understand yep. and know them a little better. But Yep. But on right. the show, we've got an album review. So, you and I, Andy, this coming Saturday, yes, going to see Hairball at the Medina. Yes. So we wanted to pick an album review that had something to do with one of the covers that they uh, bands that they cover. So we that did it. Been Twisted Sister could have been Van Halen, could have been Motley Crue, Ozzy Osbourne, Guns and Roses. Wait, did you guys? I don't see you guys. Roses not. Quiet riot. Quiet riot. They're starting to do Cinderella, I guess. Sometimes, uh, 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 Queen. Every now and then, they used to do uh, Prince for a while. So ACDC. ACDC. Kiss. Kiss. Both G and songs. Oh, now tonight we did. Uh, we did pick. We did pick Poison. We picked Poison. Yep. Now. The album that I picked, Andy, is called Look What the Cat Dragged In. Here we go. Their first studio release. It's their debut, yes. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you know, this is the, the ever-popular, uh, the one they started off with the glam metal with the, with the female makeup. Yep. Hair blown dry and hair. It's the whole deal. So Look What the Cat Dragged In is a debut studio album by American glam metal band Poison released May of 86 through Enigma Records. Though it was not a success at first, it steadily built momentum and peaked at number three on the U.S. Billboard 200. The album spawned three successful singles, Talk Dirty to Me, I Want Action, and finally, I Won't Forget You. Well, this album, Andy, uh, eventually went triple platinum in the U.S. and worldwide has sold four, over four million records. Now, the record was described by Brett Michaels, the vocalist, as, quote, a glorified demo. Now, for those who don't know, Andy, maybe you can help me out here, but I think a demo is typically a band that records three or four, maybe five songs on a tape. They, they, they ship it out to have people listen to it to see yep. Yep. if it's going to sell or not. And so Brett Michaels calls this a glorified demo. 
Yeah, so you're recording, your buddy's, you're recording your buddy's garage, or he's, yes. he's got a friend of a friend of the studio. You get half an hour in there, you pump songs out real quick just to get something down. You send it out to producers, record companies, and hopefully someone finds it somewhat entertaining. And then when you you know get that deal, you get that music deal, that record deal, you produce, you go in the studio and actually do an album. Well, here they did their album. They were not that well-known at the time. So he calls it a glorified demo because it was recorded in only 12 days in L.A. at a studio for the cost of $23,000, part of which was funded from the pockets of the band themselves and their families, Andy. Yep. Now let's go back. I just got done saying this album sold 4 million records worldwide for $23,000 cost. Yes. Now it doesn't take uh, someone too tough to do the math there that this was wildly successful. Yeah, they, they did okay. But the thing I find interesting with this, and we'll get to it next, is it didn't get successful until as it grew, as it grew and it became successful. It's so it's 10 songs on the CD, typical demos, four, five, maybe six, but they have 10. A little rehearsing in 12 days, they got it all done, and that was it. They had predicted, and I'll get to this next, predicted they were only going to have one single. Originally scheduled to have only one single. The initial song on the track, uh, Cry Tough, on the album, that's the only single they wanted to release. So they did it. They released that one single. This was back in August of 1986. However, it says, look what the cat dragged in became a surprise success and subsequently spawned three more charting hits. Talk Dirty to Me, I Want Action, and I Won't Forget You. The record became the biggest selling album in Enigma's history. I'm guessing Enigma was a small-time studio yes. at the time. They uh, That's the reason they were able to work the deal with them. And now you you sign this band called Poison with with women looking figures on the front yep. and it sells four million copies but like it says this took months and years and years to get to that level at, at first they were going to release a single and be done with it and hope hope to have some uh success but it had heavy rotation on mtv and their debut earned band tours with fellow glam rockers rat cinderella and quiet riot and subsequently they earned a coveted spot in the Texas Jam in Dallas. The Texas Jam, Andy. If you play there, you've made it. You've made it. So here's the here's the track listing. Cry Tough. And this this album, Andy, 33 minutes, 28 seconds. Ten songs straight up. No instrumentals. They're all straight up. This this is your typical three, three and a half minute song all the way down the list. No seven minute recordings here so it starts off with cry tough song two is i want action three is i won't forget you that's their uh started off with their ballad there that became popular song four is play dirty song five look what the cat dragged in song six talk dirty to me also was released as a single song seven want some need some song eight blame it on you song number nine is number one bad boy and song 10, Let Me Go to the Show. Any of those songs uh, jump out at you, Andy? My opinion, best song in the album is Cry Tough. 
Uh, oh, last yeah. two songs they could have done without. I don't even remember those two songs. So. A lot of these songs, I think most people will know uh, a handful of the singles, if not all of them. Yep. Uh, not many will. They're, they're not known for these other songs. The, the deep tracks on this album never really got much much play, but Cry Tough was good. That's the one they, they figured would be good, but that did okay. But then they released Talk Dirty to Me in February of 1987. A couple months later in May, they released I Want Action along with the music videos for these. And then August, uh, before the Labor Day holiday in 87, the month before, was I Won't Forget You. And all four of those, the three later singles were the ones that went huge. The first one didn't. So wherever the decision was made to say, you know what, let's let's throw a couple more singles out there, get some airplay, get some spin time on the radio stations. Now the personnel is Brett Michaels on lead vocals, rhythm guitar, C.C. DeVille lead guitar, Bobby Dahl on bass, and Ricky Rocket on on drums. So, you know, this, if you look at some of the accolades that this album got, um, back in 2021, the uh, the 2021 Top 30 Glam Metal Albums of All Time by, by Ultimate Classic Rock Magazine put this at number 16. Rolling yeah, Stone in 29 said this is number two for Rolling Stone Magazine on 50 Greatest Hair Metal Albums of All Time. No. <laughs> I agree with you. This was good. This was a good album. Was it number two of all time? I don't know, but no. maybe the fact that those three singles. Well, depends on what you consider glam metal and hair metal and stuff like that. So maybe yes. when you throw glam, but still. So so they did they did well. They put the money together. Uh, you know, they did the album, basically glorified demo, recorded it very cheap. It sounds good. It sounds. You know, the album sounds good. It's uh, they they did a remaster, I think, later on uh, as well. But uh, 2006, they released also a 20th anniversary edition released by Capitol. And so, it, it's it's pretty good. Any other thoughts here uh, on Poison as far well, as how it impacted you? Well, first one to backtrack the Enigma Records. I looked up some of the other bands that they've had uh, they've covered. Um, David Cassidy uh, from the Parker family. David Cassidy, him. Um, I've had some of his stuff. Don't laugh, good stuff. The Dead Milkmen. These are some big okay. names that Enigma had here. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Great White was on there. Okay. Hootsker Do, if you remember them. Hootsker Do. Yes. yes. Uh, Lizzie Borden. Okay. The Minutemen. Motley Crue started there. Motorhead. Obsession, um, Lemmy. Poison, Wrath was there for a little bit, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, uh, what are some of the ones there? Slayer, the Smithereens, Striper was there, um, they might be Giants, uh, what was it? and Vinnie Vincent Invasion. So just some, some decent bands were there. Some other bands had a record there to start with. So Enigma wasn't totally obscure, but they were there. But I do have some notes on our friends at Poison here. If you could put my screen up, sir. Yes. Here we go. There we are. That's us on the website. 
the Sports and Science Podcast website. That's us. Poison, no. That album was really good. And the thing I liked about the album is it didn't sound like a first album. Oh, yes. I, I don't think it did. It sounded like, oh, they've done this before. They know what they're doing. They harmonized great. Here I'm going to sound like an old music teacher. They had great harmony. They, the breaks were clean and everything. Everything was just so it was so clean and perfect. Because um, the guys are a lot of perfectionists in that band. They're all really they're intelligent guys. They're not long-haired guys who figured out how to play guitar and said, let's get a band, dude. They knew what they were doing. Um, they all came from decent families, so they they did okay. They had good equipment. Like I said, their families helped support them, so it weren't the we ate out of dumpsters for weeks type bands, which not saying that's a bad thing, not saying they were silver spoon handed to them, but they had a good start. Yeah. Very good uh, stuff. A good foundation. Yes. Then they got into as a while, and it kind of bothers me sometimes when bands do cover songs. But Poison could pull it off because they are so good musically. Uh, one of their albums later on, they did um, Your Mama Don't Dance. Pretty good cover. Yep. But did you know that in their career, they've done 15 different cover songs? No, I did not. They, they did an entire album of cover songs in 2007. Um, well, Tesla did something like this. Now, before you, Your Mama Don't Dance, they did uh, Rock and Roll All Night, a Kiss cover back in 87 okay. on, um, I think, the Kiss My Ass cover or a tribute album. Okay. Um, but it was those and they're good Sunday. Cover Rolling Stone by Dr. Hook, they did. Squeeze Box by The Who. We're an American band. Don't Mess With Jim by Jim Croce. On their tribute or on their cover album, their bonus edition, they did a cover of Bringing Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. Interesting. I did not know that. You know, um, and other bands they covered, Marshall Tucker, The Stones, Tom Petty, uh, Alice Cooper, The Cars, Sweet with Lil Willie, that great song. Uh, David Bowie and The Romantics. What I like about you by The Romantics, good version. The album is Poisoned is the one they did. It was all cover songs. Okay. So if you see that one, you hear it. Or if you look for Poison on Spotify, to that. I've never listened to it. You listen to Poison on Spotify, and you get a lot of songs off of here because they're pretty easy to pop out. And like I said, here is the songs they did on that. Now, some stuff about the band. Getting out of here. CC Deville, Bruce Anthony Johansson. In 2015, VH1 had ranked him as one of the most underrated hair metal guitarists of the 80s. Okay. I'm going to say spot on on that because, and again, I love their music. I, I don't even, I don't just hear Poison. I listen to Poison. Okay, I, I, I get it. But they came out at the right time with MTV. Yeah. Talk dirty to me. I want action. Pretty boys with pretty hair. Glam metal. It, it was the perfect mix. They had the ballad in there. Uh, I they won't forget the ballad you. in there. I won't forget you, babe. And oh my God. And they're all running off their shirts off. It was beautiful. They, so, again, not taking over their time. I think they're good enough to do it anyway. But to say CC DeVille is underrated is true because they all said, oh, but look at all the fancy guitars he's got and the tricks he does with guitars. It took away from his playing when you watch the videos. You listen to their songs on the album, you can hear what a great guitarist he is. Oh. Ricky Rocket, the drummer, Richard Allen Rim. Uh, in 2015, he co-founded a band called the 
Devil City Angels with Tracy Lo or Tracy Guns from LA Guns, Eric Brittenham from Cinderella, and Brandon Gibbs from Cheap Thrill. Cheap Thrills band, I'm trying to get on a tangent here, but Cheap Thrills, another band, had Brittenham in it, Jeff Labar from Cinderella, and Tony Pratlick from Farewell from uh, White Lion. Okay. But anyway, Ricky Rackett, he's done other stuff. He's toured with Lita Ford lately and uh, other bands. Uh, Bobby Dahl. The only guy who's truly built the band the whole way through. Everybody else has taken breaks here and there. Bobby Dahl's been there. He's the he's the Nikki Six of the band. Okay. Yes, they're both way bass, but like with Motley Crue, you hear about oh Tommy Lee had these wild videos, and Mick Mars is the old guy, and Vince Neil's fat. But Nikki Six is just a quiet musical genius running the whole machine. Yep. That's kind of Bobby Dahl. <clears throat> and then Brett Michaels, of course. Um one little tidbit about Brett Michaels, two things. First of all, we've all heard about, speaking about the crew, Tommy Lee and Pam Anderson. Yep. I guess there's a video. I haven't heard of this. Possibly. Pam Anderson also did a video with Brett Michaels before that, but he said, no, no, his attorney said, no, you're not releasing that. I mean, it eventually got out, but so. Okay. That was before. Yes. So, but also Brett Michaels. For, for Roxy, if you want. Do you go to PetSmart for Roxy? Yes. There's a line of clothing there called Pet Rock Clothes. That's Brett Michaels right there. Pet Rock is, is Brett Michaels' line of dog clothing? It's his clothing line, yes. Pet Rock and PetSmart. So Christmas gift for Roxy. Very good. Hope she's not in the room really, to hear that, but you're really throwing up, you know, thinking outside the box here. That's right. All right, some new releases. I just got the one here. And I put it on our social media the other day. I kind of let's do it today. Because that's what I do. Research. There they are. Revelation Saints. So debut single, Eagle Flight, was released online. You can find it here. Okay. There's the band right there. Joel Hawkstrom. I as you look at it on the left there, the taller, long-haired gentleman. Uh, you recognize him from White Snake. He's filled in with Night Ranger. He's touring right now with Trans Siberian Orchestra, who he's been with. And we've mentioned the band Iconic in the past with Michael Sweet from Striper. He's in that too. Very talented guitarist. In the middle, Dean Castroli, the drummer, um, lead vocalist. He's from Journey. He's also on Hardline and Bad English. And he's still touring with Journey right now. Wow. Now, compared to the other two, the little guy at the end there, uh, Jeff Pilson. Bass player, vocals from Dokken. He's also filled in with Fauna and Dio. So Jeff three guys. Pilsen. Jeff Pilsen, yes. yes. Three good guys. Great. I, I really listen to this album. I put it on our social media page today. Highly suggest you listen to them. I, I, I enjoyed them very much. Uh, like I said, uh, Joel's work with Iconic. I like them a lot. I like his sound. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I know there's members of our fan club out there that love Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. He's involved with them. Concerts. There's just one concert. There's only one to talk about in the area right now. Parable. Saturday, 730 show. Strange days opening up. Now, if you follow our social media, you'll see that this last week, Happy from Hairball, the guitarist, had surgery. Um, he's been fighting some cancer lately and he had surgery last year. He had carpal tunnel, I believe, or something like that. That's why he had surgery again today. So I said to myself, I said, self. Those be back-to-back -back shows of Hairball without Happy, but they can't go on without him. For what will they do? 
So I got to my little keyboard here and I sent an email to Hairball. I said, Hairball, what up? And he, I said, uh, hey, what's going on? Happy, how's you doing? When's the tour, you know, who's replacing him? Here's a statement I got back from Hairball. Guitarist Happy from Hairball had successful surgery on his right hand on Monday and expects a two-month recovery time. Dakota Denman, uh, he's a guitarist from Nashville, has played with Hairball before and looks forward to a great time with the fanatic Hairball fans. Now, when I saw them last year on New Year's, I think he was filling in for them him then. Great guitarist, won't miss a beat. The other guys picked up the uh, introductions Happy would do in between songs and the banter and stuff. They all picked up very well and everything else. That's the statement right there. That's my screen for that. Um, so they all picked it up pretty good. Uh, Hairball will go on. I mean, the characters continue going, everything else. They'll be just fine. Still be a good show. We'll all be there for Brother Happy, as they like to say during the concerts as they're talking. Um, it'll be a, a, a good time will be had. Um, I think... Hairballs will be one of those bands because the, the boys aren't getting any younger. Oh, yes. The thirst for the 80s music is going to keep going on. I don't know if they're going to be like slowly replacing themselves with other people. So on their well, 20th anniversary now, I think right now, are they going to have a 40th and have other guys picking it up? Don't know. Don't know. Um, are they going to be like, you know, these other bands that could still carry on forever? You watch the show Saturday with the energy they put out. I'd love to see it, but I don't see them doing this still in 20 years. <laughs> not, not this energy. Yeah, it's, this it's not only playing the songs on the stage. It's the show that they do and yep. everything else. I mean, um, they don't just sit there and do cover songs. The guitarists and the drummer, they all stay out there. The two, three lead singers are going back and forth after two songs and changing costumes, getting into the costume of the lead singer. D. Snyder from Twisted Sister, Gene Simmons from Kiss, Paul Stanley from Kiss, Ozzy Osbourne. But these are not just, oh, I'll put on a different T-shirt and be that guy. No. They end the costume. They do the whole face paint thing. They do the, the wigs, the hair, the Kiss things. They got the big boots and everything else. It's all out. It's all or nothing. So it's not just your regular bar band up there doing hey let's play some kiss songs let's play some you know poison songs they have the pyrotechnics and everything yes the pyro show the side camp the side uh jumbo going there yes very good time has had and next thing you know two and a half hours are gone because it's just boom 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 they transition from artist to artist like it's just the next song you don't realize it so I mean, you realize because our guy's coming up, there's not this. Okay, we just did two songs by Poison. Give us a few minutes. We have to, uh, you know, change costumes for the next guy because it's just a lead singer changing. So, interesting stuff. I'm looking forward to it. They have a the, the opening act is Strange Days. Um, yes, and, and so they'll be on first. What time do you think? Uh, it says 7:30. It says 7:30. I'm gonna guess Strange Days is gonna do about an hour. Okay. Uh, then change over. So I'm guessing Hairball will hit the stage about nine ish. Okay. In the perfect world. Um, yeah. Looking forward to it. What we'll do is get some photos and and we'll post them on the Facebook. live stream while we're there. Might put a few couple minutes up on Facebook. So keep an eye open for that. Yeah. We'll put some stuff out there. 
there's tons of concerts that you saw from last week's show. There's a ton of concerts going on in the Twin Cities this Saturday, it's Friday, Saturday, anyway. So those who aren't at Hairball, yeah, look at our page. You got everybody else and their brothers playing somewhere in the tent. So yeah. if you can't find a concert to go to this weekend, you ain't trying. So well, we'll be there. We'll give a review. We'll post some photos and some candidates and whatnot. Uh, a good time will be had by all. Yes. This really kicks off the winter season of uh, concerts. Right, yeah, because Medina's been shut down for a while. They did some other stuff in there. Uh, that uh, The Melody Brothers, a while ago, to kind of reopen it up. You've got some others coming out. Another one I saw coming up at uh, Medina, I think it's in March. I don't have the exact date. I just read my email beforehand. Coming back. The missus and I will be going probably the Oak Ridge boys. Nice. So that we were going to go venue. last time, but they kept delaying because of COVID. And then the time come back didn't work for us. So we never went, but let's go see the Oak Ridge boys. All right. Well, it will be fun. Uh, busy time of the year for the music scene, but please leave your comments uh, and requests uh, down below in the comment section. We'll be sure to cover them. We do this show weekly. This is our 136th album review, I think, this this week. Yep. And you can find the album reviews on Spotify. We do one song from each album, not the entire album, or else it'd be nuts. But every couple of months, I update and put new songs in there. Go to our Spotify account or our Spotify playlist. Yep. And uh, one song uh, are uh, the albums that we've done. So it's a good collection of stuff. Yes. Wide, wide range, as we say. Yeah, so cover that car trip as you go up to you know Fargo or Duluth or Iowa City or just press play and and let her roll. That's right, good stuff. All right, anything else in closing, Andy? No, 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 no. That's it. We will see you next week. Hairball update. Next week, next week with a hairball update. All right, have a good week, everybody.